I believe a cabal of secret societies has controlled the world for 200 plus years, and we get to be alive at a time to see it fall. I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots can have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. I believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. This is Rick, your host, and I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. Join us now for the Blessed Teach Show, and let's see what God is doing today. on what day is it anyway i think it's wednesday yeah february 22nd hope all is well we're going to be talking about aoc scandals um obviously we are going to see the squad fail fall i believe here shortly as well it's gonna be exciting but that is what uh, one of the words that we're hearing is is really emphasizing so i wanted to kind of, to kind of cover those on uh, Julie Green's prophetic words and some other times she's talked about the squad and AOC, so we'll dig into that. But we'll also get into some current news about Trump and uh, Palestine, Ohio. Uh, get into uh, the, the, the the word as well as have on, at the bottom of the hour, have Anna Kate come on. She was on a sur- Survivor. She was an ex-poker player. Again, uh, the show Survivor, right? And um, really was going in the wrong direction. And it's really cool to hear her story about how she found Christ and how she is one of those younger people that are just on fire believer she's a speaker at the reawaken tour i think you really enjoy anna kate coming on live here at the uh, bottom of the hour uh, but let's dig into some of the current news and some of the prophetic words uh, to keep us updated and on track as we really keep our mindset correct that's going to be the, the biggest key i think we have here hopefully we have things working on um on facebook because I don't have any activity there. I see activity on Rumble. That's good. And I see activity on Backstage. That's looking good. So let me know if you're on Facebook. Just give me a quick uh, chat so I can know that everything is going there. All right. Let's look at this. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's somebody's saying it's, 20, it's the 22nd. February 22nd. Isn't that what I said? <laughs> 2023. Here we go. I wanted to start out with this. And this is... A article talking about House Republicans visit cave in, in Kiev, which is obviously in Ukraine, and there is strong bipartisan support to give Ukraine everything that it needs. So here we go. This cabal leadership, Russia, 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 and uh, it's really interesting. House Foreign Affairs Committee Chair Representative Michael McCall and several Republican lawmakers Tuesday on a trip to Ukraine, where they expressed their support for President. 
Zelensky, who we know based upon the, the, the words and that, that this guy is a criminal and conducted oversight of military equipment. So here you got the Republicans and the Democrats has shown how deep this swamp is that we have, that we have to deal with. And this comes back down to they're going to they're gonna try to create this war. And it looks like it's going to be specifically with Russia and using Ukraine as the um, narrative. And so that narrative is going to collapse eventually. But we need to pray this down like we were talking about last time by praying for peace for this country and using our authority in Christ because it's clear that this is going to be a bipartisan potentially declared war right so we need to uh, be calling that down and where the truth comes out about what ukraine's doing with their biolabs the truth is coming out about what uh, the real agenda is of the elite globalist talking points of the prophets of baal what are they what, they're trying to start a war so that's something that we can all pray against for sure donald trump delivers truckloads of water to east palestine after train derailment this is interesting because Donald Trump visited East Palestine on Wednesday where he delivered truckloads of bottled water following a train's derailment early this month. And he's meeting with citizens of East Palestine and, and he will never forget them and what they are going through. Contrast that with Biden and the federal government who have failed them from the beginning. Right, So that is uh, really interesting when he goes to Ukraine right on President's Day. Um, while our borders are open and we're being invaded from the south. Right, So... It's just really interesting as the America last policies are making it extremely obvious to know who to trust and not to trust. And that's the great thing about this Great Awakening is this is becoming extremely obvious, right? And you can see uh, here's a different article on Justin in the News talking about Trump saying, you are not forgotten. So you can go uh, look at that speech, etc. But it's really interesting. Uh, some of the quotes here was, we stand with you, Trump told the crowds at the East Palestine Fire Department. We pray for you. And we'll stay with you in your fight to help answer and the accountability that you deserve. Trump during the address said that the train wreck had rocked the lives of people throughout this area and long beyond. We've seen the first responders and railroad workers serving bravely in the line of duty. We've seen citizens breaking up at the town halls. Everybody's been watching. And so uh, the former president claimed the residents had been met with indifference and betrayal. So... Yeah, so here's a, trying to attack the narrative that, uh, and, and again, there's explosions going all everywhere. The distractions are everywhere, right? War, distractions, it's exactly what they love. It'll be real interesting as we continue to, to watch what's uh, going on here. Hey, if you missed the show last night, don't miss that. It was an awesome. It's Sally Saxon on, who was the author of the COVID-19 book here. That is COVID-19 Vaccines and Beyond. Again, this is uh, several MDs helped her, her do this. She's a, she's a retired lawyer. And uh, Dr. Peter McCullough actually was a forwarded this. So uh, Dr. Bartlett, Dr. Artis. So this is a great book for your friends. So if you haven't seen that, there's a link down below. Make sure you go get your copy and maybe a couple extra copies for friends and families and loved ones. It's the best easy to read book with massive undeniable evidence is what's really going on with these vaccines all put together in one place that's why all these different doctors are endorsing it i mean you went uh that you you've got uh mccola as and all these other mds mds even steve kirsch great researcher um uh forwarded this and so it's just uh, bartlett who's been on this uh, with his budesonide right uh you've got many many people really um 
supporting this, including our Dr. Brian Artis, one of our favorites here on the show. So if you want a book that's uh, that all these doctors believe in, make sure you go to the link down below for Sally Saxon's book called The COVID-19 Vaccines and Beyond. Um, also, Operation Tomahawk is, is an important thing to do for us to do economic warfare against these, the cabal. We've been talking about this quite a bit where you've got these 11 companies that are all part of the cartel and they all go to BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street, those investment companies that are voting against us. So going to the grocery store, just shopping, is a, is a way to support the cabal and all the interest against you. Planned Parenthood, all George Soros initiatives. The only way to do that is, is to go for American-based companies. We have an American-based company that has 550 of these consumable products now, plus beef now. It's not steroids, no antibiotics. You guys will love um, this company. What you need to do is just go to tomahawkswitch.com. Just make sure you select on the how do you hear about us. Make sure you select Rick B2T Ministries so that you will be uh, contacted by us as we show you how easy this is to buy American-made uh, both in Canada and the U.S. versus the global's toxic offshore products, right? It's a no-brainer. We all just need to do this. The more we come in, we're making a big impact now but we need more of you to jump in. So please go to tomahawkswitch.com. It's a great weapon to use. It doesn't cost you anything because you're just diverting money you're already spending. It's a beautiful way to become a patriot and fight the economic war. For, for uh, war. Here's, um, if you go back to, to Rumble and look at Julie Green, there's a, there's a new uh, prophetic word that came out this morning again. Um, so she usually gives them Monday through Thursday and then she does prophecy reviews on Friday. So she's given an average of around four prophetic words a week. Some people are saying she's getting them every day, which really is frustrating because it's usually people throwing shots saying that nobody hears from the Lord every day. Well, number one, the Lord can talk to anybody he wants every day, right? But number two, four out of seven is 57%. 57% is not 100%. So let's stop taking shots where the shots aren't due, okay? But anyway, this is uh, this is the, her on with Marty Grisham, but the one she put out 11 hours ago right here is, is many political changes in this nation are about to take place. And again, we took this into Churchy and brought it for you so we could read it today and emphasize the key points here. This is, For I the Lord this day am telling my children to start strengthening your faith in my word and your trust in relying on me. This is a time to lean not on your own understanding. This is a time of great reveals, great shakings, great exposures, great change. This is a time that you will see the end of the new world order and my kingdom system replacing it. This system that I have designed for my children to live in, this is a time of changing a power of leadership, a change of governments, a change of economies, a change of my church, a change in ownership of property, ownership of businesses, ownership of all things meant for my children that the world's empire stole. A couple key things here, guys, is uh, just to think about my kingdom system replacing it. Just think about what God's kingdom is going to be compared to the cabal world that we have now. Would that not be just beautiful? And then other thing that really hit me here is to, this is the time not to lean on your own understanding. We're talking about not living by sight, but living in faith. Not living in fear, living by faith. Hold on to the kingdom that can't be shaken. All those terms. This is another way of thinking about it, which comes back to Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, right? Where you trust in the Lord with all your heart, but you lean not on your own understanding because, it, because they're lying to us, right? It's the movie that we're laughing at. Doesn't mean we're not active and doing things, 
That's a big lie that people say that Q came to basically tell everybody, sit on the couch and just trust the plan. No, you're trusting the plan and you're watching the movie because you know you got help, right? But you're fighting the spiritual battle. You're a digital soldier. You're out doing things at the local level. Um, but we don't lean our own understanding. In other words, that's not living by sight. Um, we are focused on the spiritual battle and taking this cabal down. This is not too good to be true. And this is really interesting. So all this good stuff we just talked about, this is not too good to be true. This is not false revelation. Look, my children, I have done this before with Egypt and Israel, Abraham and the king, and many other examples in my word to give you encouragement, no matter what the circumstance, no matter what, uh, no matter the power of that day, my power is greater. I will say this again, I am the most high God and the world will know that and they will know who is on my side and who is not. Yeah, we definitely are starting to see who's on the side and who's not, but this is also going to be within the church because his glory is going to come on the remnant, right? And, and it's going to be really obvious who's on his side. And that's a beautiful thing that we're starting to see about this. And uh, he, always he, he often talks about what happened in Egypt, the Exodus. And this is going to be the great Exodus. So that, I think that's really important to understand um, the power of God coming into this world right now. My children, this is a time to prepare for drastic changes in the way you live and in the things you see. Great things are about to take place for your victories. Your enemies will try to tell you this will never happen. This is just hopeless. This is just the, this, this, is, this will just get worse for us. There's no reason to get hopeful in anything. The spirit of defeat is growing and working overtime to spread a defeated mentality over this world and in my church so no one fights back and just gives up on what is rightfully theirs because of deception. So this is the lies, 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 lies. So what do you, how do we respond? It is time to resist your enemy's words, your enemy's lies, your enemy's distractions, your enemy's power because I have given you all power and authority over the devil and any power he has in anyone he uses. He's defeated. Remember that in this time of pressure to give in. Your enemy is a liar and there's no truth in him. If he says impossible, remember who I am. There's nothing impossible for me to handle. When you say, when he says you lose, remember he's the loser and you win. So shout your enemy's defeat over your minds, over your bodies, over your families, over your jobs, over your finances. I will protect. I will avenge. I will restore. This is the hour for great restorations. Retroactive restorations are coming in to overtake my children. So get ready, my children, for my overflow and for my glory, saith the Lord your Redeemer. Just more emphasis on the enemy's lies and distractions are trying to do when we need to know that the God's given us the power. Remember, he's not saying, hey, I'm coming down here as a lime Judah to do this by myself. No, he's using his body, remember. Jesus is the head. We are the body. He's expecting us. He's waking up his body and getting us active. And we're, we are fighting the spiritual war through prayer. And part of that is using the authority in Christ as we pray. 
Part of it is being with him in the word. Part of it is understanding exactly what he wants you to do in action as well. So this is an exciting time like never before, guys. This is a beautiful, exciting time to be alive, not a time to be depressed and saying, when is this going to be over, right? When is this going to be over? It's like, when is this all going to, this really pressurized stuff going to happen, stop so that I can go back to living under the new world order? No, we're moving to a brand new best is yet to come world. And what he called earlier was his kingdom system. The kingdom system's coming into this world on earth as is in heaven. How beautiful is that? My children, your enemies are about to sabotage more things in your waters and in your nation to cause destruction and chaos. Don't fear and do not listen to their lies for everything hidden and every lie will be revealed, saith the Lord. And I think these sabotages are these train derailments, all these explosions that are at the camps all over the place. Everything's going on throughout the whole nation. They're trying to get everyone scared into fear, not faith. Their sight and their understanding bringing them into defeatist mentality versus the success mentality of depending on the Lord God Almighty for our success. It is going to be a beautiful thing if we continue to keep the fight and do what, the, what he wants the body of Christ to do. Right? So the timing of this is very dependent upon how much of the body wakes up and, does, and, and gets active, right? especially with prayer and authority of Christ. Oil will be the major headlines. Every plan of the enemy will be stopped and they will not succeed. The housing market is about to be in your news big time. A collapse they have wanted and a bubble they created is about to pop. Get ready for the beginning of the end of their economy. This fall is for them and not you. I will protect you, saith the Lord. So that's interesting. The housing market crashed because, as you know, they've printed so much money and uh, created false bubble in the stock market. But that also includes the housing market. Explosive evidence will be released regarding Meta or Facebook. No matter what they call themselves now, their exposure, no one can stop. I have told you before, the tech giants will fall. Their ties to China and to this fraudulent government with the Biden, along with your so-called three-letter agencies, spying, manipulation, cheating, stealing, crimes that were hidden right in front of you, will be exposed to the world on what they were collecting and what their plans were to do with all that information. This plan will not be successful and it will be brought to nothing by me, saith the Lord. That's a lot of the stuff they were collecting is our DNA. I believe that's part of what they're talking about here. Obviously collecting every piece of information they can on us, but also DNA. In fact, I was watching uh, this, some of the old X-Files, Shannon was watching that you can go get on Hulu or whatever, right? And it literally, this was like 1993, they were talking about smallpox and actually every single piece of the smallpox had a different uh, code so they could track us all. <laughs> and so that, now that was, you know, the X-Files talking about it doesn't mean they had it working at that point in time, but it obviously was showing us what was going to be working. And who knows, maybe they had it working way back then, but they've been collecting data to basically use it against us um, for, for a long, long while. So 23andMe, 
and all you, as you give up your your saliva or your your little piece of blood test, and then they have your genetic code. You know, under under uh, you want to go see who your ancestry is. Well, that's a way of them collecting their DNA, our DNA. So protect your DNA. Q's talk, talked to us just about recently. In fact, I think that was one of his most recent ones. The most recent drop was back in November of 2022. It says, what is coded in your DNA? Who put it there? Why? Mankind is repressed. We will be represented no more. Repressed no more. We will be repressed no more. Information is knowledge. Knowledge is power. Information is power. How do you protect your DNA? There's a war for your DNA. Protect your DNA. Ascension. Q. So obviously, the war for your DNA is a lot of what I believe is what they were collecting. Right? So it's it's not as much as opinion. It's just really kind of pointing toward um, exactly what's going on here. Woe to the enemies of Almighty God speaking out against my children and against me. In your arrogance, you will not see your fall or the judgment that is coming that you cannot stop. AOC, as you call her, she was paid to take that position in a way you didn't know. Scandals will be surrounded. Well, scandals will surround her and who she's actually working for. Great judgment is coming for all of those who took these positions that didn't actually belong to them. They will not continue to succeed or stay in those positions that belong to my children, saith the Lord. So scandals come in AOC way, but this is real interesting, was paid to take that position. I heard there was like a big, huge contest and they're trying to get the, the, the person that had the biggest social media as well as had the uh, really good speaking skills. And they basically just pay her to say what she says. She may have not even believed half the stuff she says, but she is basically paid. Um, just like the forum talking points of the media, that's the way AOC is. She's a talking head for the socialists. And I think that's all going to be coming out soon. Many in the so-called squad in the House of Representatives will fall to scandals as well. Watch how easy it was for them to lie, to cheat, and to steal but how easy it was for them to fall because they will not last until the 2024 elections. Just watch how I'm cleansing the house out of all that doesn't belong there, saith the Lord of hosts. So that's going to be good news when we start cleaning the house and the Senate. There's been a lot of words about that, that we don't have to wait for the elections in, in uh, 2024. So we'll see. This last paragraph in here digs into Lord, we are hearing all the evidence and all these exposures, but nothing is being done. My children, don't forget who I am. I am the final say, and I am the God of justice, and you will see it. My children, I'll remind you once again how things appear to be are not actually how they are. So do not fall for the appearances, because that is about to drastically change. My hand is moving. And no man can stop that or stop my plans from coming to pass, saith the Lord, your Redeemer. Whew. But again, he's expecting his body of Christ to act, to use your authority in Christ when you pray, to be active in taking this cabal down, not falling into fear. That is going to be the, one of the biggest keys to this whole thing. And... I'm going to go over some other news uh, before Anna gets here. Let me know if I, when Anna comes. We'll get her on. Um, 
Ah, she, she's on already, Kay, and Anne is a little bit early. So, Anna, when you're ready and have your mic working and everything, let me know. i got a couple other things I want to go over. Just let you know that uh, um, the February 10th um, word from Amanda Grace is up. I analyzed that. I'll probably go over that in a separate video. That was a beautiful word that had a lot of meat in there. Um, the other couple pieces of breaking news we'll, we'll, we'll cover here before we bring Anna on here in a few minutes. Says Seattle forced to pay $3.6 million in 2020 Chaz damages to business owners. So isn't that interesting? So the whole the whole thing about defunding the police, they're having to backtrack on a lot of this now as as all those uh those political moves have really bitten them. House Oversight Committee moles subpoena if Hunter Biden misses Wednesday deadline to produce documents. So this representative Fallon says that the Health Oversight Committee is really close to a last resort subpoena of Hunter Biden. Uh, so I'll be interesting as that saga continues, but uh, I imagine that that could be common knowledge. A lot of this ugly stuff we know about in the in the laptop. Uh, much more of that is about ready to hit, I believe. Joe Joe Biden falls, catches himself again, boarding Air Force One, Poland. So we see it again with Joe. Here he is just. Climbing up the steps here in uh, Poland. And it um, looks like that's not going to refresh very well for me. But uh, he once again trips up the stairs. Um, just to, just and, and if you look at him walking even, somebody sent me a video. Here he goes. Now it's re refreshed. You can see him walking. He trips again. <laughs> this guy doesn't pick his feet up very well. His, his arms are all straight. He looks confused when, when he's walking. He's not like he doesn't know where he's going. But he's obviously got um, se severe issues um, it'll be really interesting to see when we figure out what that's happening this is just that seattle reverses course on defunding police as crime ravages locals a huge crisis so seattle increasing funding for law enforcement the first time since 2020 so uh, you can see these liberal um, states and cities are are really really seeing the ramifications of their bad policies and uh, citizens are finally stepping up and saying, you've got to change this. Epstein-linked Clinton advisor allegedly hanged himself from a tree after shooting himself in the chest with a shotgun. So this Clinton advisor obviously was going to come clean. And so we're starting to see a lot of this. Even some of the prophetic words are telling us that some of these suicides uh, were actually murders. And uh, this is another example of you, as you dig into this just sketchy, sketchy thing. The sheriff report on the disturbing scene where a top Bill Clinton advisor with ties to Jeffrey Epstein was found shot and hanged from a tree, but has finally been released, prompting sleuths to question why the death was ruled a suicide. This uh, Mark Middleton, who's 59 years old, was a special advisor to the former president in the 1990s, authorizing Epstein's visits to the White House. Seven out of the 17 times the infamous pedophile went with top government officials there. Additionally, he was also on the flight logs of Epstein's private jet, according to, you know, which was, uh, which is a Luda Express, right? According to the Perry County Sheriff's Office, Middleton was found dead on May 7th, 2022, with a gunshot wound to the chest and an extension cord tying his neck to the tree in Pennsylvania, Arkansas. And um, again, with a, that shot, shotgun in the chest and, and hung himself. Right. Right. So... That, that's kind of the question. So NPR to cut workforce by 10% as advertising slowdown hits public media. So we see this happen all across that. It's just amazing. All right, I want to get, I want to get Anna Cade on 
and uh, tell you what, it's going to be exciting to dig in and get an update from her. She's on the on the reawakened tour. I think you know about some of her background, but she'll he'll dig in a little bit more of that for us. We see here that she was on CBS here on the Survivor show way back here with a biography when she was 26, and she's had some major changes then. That she's moved away from professional poker, moved away from doing those type of things, and she's got a huge Instagram following here. She's also got, I think, is on, on um, Telegram as well as other places. I see. I know she has a, a Rumble, other channels. We'll get more details from her right now. But uh, Anna, Kate, uh, let's bring her in. How are you doing, Anna? I'm doing so good, Rick. It's good to see you. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here. Yeah, well, it's, it's you know, it's, it's really uh, fun to be able to just connect with all these people in the tour. And uh, I know, are you still, uh, still, still uh, plan on being in that tour the rest of this year? Um, as the Lord leads, I don't know. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. um, it's in my calendar, but you know, every moment, and this is what the Lord is even showing. Every nanosecond, it's it's His. So whatever He says, He redirects. Sometimes I'm in California right now working on some stuff. So not sure, but whatever the Lord leads, I'm open to it. It's a great tour. That's great. Hey, so so and if we just go back a little bit for the people that uh, may not hit some of the shows that you have been on, um, yeah. it, it, what what a great story you have. Um, I, I just like to to literally go back to your story um, visiting Israel when you were younger and your beliefs then and uh, where you've come full circle now and uh, and then we can kind of get an update on you and what what's the Lord's in your life now but would you mind just going back really kind of all back all to your your your, your visit to Israel <laughs> yeah sure well it, you know I have an interesting past an interesting story I guess um, you know I was born in the Soviet Union and by the way, pardon if there's a little lag, it's raining where I'm at right now, You're but <laughs> um, amen. Okay, good. As long as you can hear me and see me um, or just hear me. But um, yeah, I was born in the Soviet Union. My family brought me here to America for better opportunities. My mom got saved in America and I had um, an encounter with God. I didn't know that it was him though. And when I was 18 at the Western Wall in Jerusalem, I actually was a very stubborn atheist. I thought anyone who believed in God were crazy. Uh, in fact, I often mocked my mom and tormented her. Little did I know that I was <laughs> full of my full of demons. So <laughs> God is so good. You know, I had an encounter with him. And I, again, like I said, I didn't know it was him, but it was the most profound, incredible day of my life. Now, now, Here now I first, was. Why, why would an atheist be going to Israel? <laughs> so tell us that. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm half Jewish, Rick. So, so I got a bunch of my high school friends together to do a free trip to Israel. It's called Birthright. It's our wow. birthright to visit. There's a lot of Jewish people around the world that donate to it. So they send out, you know, they send us out before you're 25 years old. So I convinced a bunch of my high school friends, let's go hang out. Israel's amazing. I have, you know, my aunt lives there. My cousins live there. So I've been there many times. And so they were like, okay, we went, we had such a fun time. It was amazing. And then before the end of the 10 day trip, about two or three days before, I got really sick. And I realized now, you know, the Lord forced a fast on me because I was such a sinner. And so the Lord forced a fast. I couldn't even eat anything. All I could do was drink tea or drink water or drink coffee. And that was it. I could only drink liquid. So here I am, 18 years old at the Western Wall, which is, you know, that last little bit of the second temple that was broken and destroyed in, in 72 AD after Jesus. 
and after Jesus was 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 crucified and resurrected. So here I was at the Western Wall and I see people praying. It was women on the right and men on the left and everyone's praying and crying, crying out to God. And I said this out loud to a friend. I said, wow, look at these idiots praying to a God who doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I deserved to be hit with lightning and be sent to hell. I mean, really, you have all these people crying out to God uh, and here I am. These people are retarded. These people are crazy. So God is so good, though. Instead of shooting me down, instead of patronizing me, he showed such love. And and I understood later, later, 10 years later, that it was God. So what happened was I'm standing there. And all of a sudden, as soon as I said that, I didn't see it, but I felt it, it was like the heavens opened. And I can feel a spirit, a tangible spirit, literally sit on me and fill me up. I mean, I was full of the most amazing love, peace, joy. I can pinpoint every single emotion. And it's almost like the way that I describe it is like spiritual ecstasy, mm-hmm. absolute euphoria. You know, when a husband and wife have holy matrimony and, they, and they're, they're together intimately in one, there's pleasure in it. Well, when you are one with God through the Holy Spirit, there is such holy euphoria. I mean, you can't, your, your mind can't even comprehend it. It was the most amazing day of my life. And I remember thinking I can stand here all, all eternity. Like I felt so loved. I felt so satisfied. I remember thinking, you know, my, I love my mom. I love my dad. I know, I know they love me, but this is love. (laughs) And here's what I knew, Rick. This is what I knew. I knew up was home. I didn't think God, I didn't hear the word God, but I knew that up was home. I knew up was what I was created for. (laughs) I knew this life was short, but this is what I did here. I heard this so clear. I heard this is why the devil created drugs to mimic this. Interesting. <laughs> that is very interesting. I didn't know what that was. I didn't know what this was. And it took, you know, it took me 10 years to get an answer. Um, in fact, the devil tricked me uh, with, with what it was and it just didn't really make any sense. But yeah, I, that was the most profound encounter. And then 10 years later, after being on Survivor and playing poker and thinking I'm living the life, I was so broken and depressed inside and, and really was lost. And one day I cried out to God, said, God, if you're real, I need your help. Cause I'm starting, you know, Donald Trump went down the escalator. I knew what he was saying was true. I knew the media was lying to me. I just like the veil lifted and I went down the rabbit hole. I, my first YouTube channel, I was covering Hillary Clinton and John Podesta and the red shoes and everything. And my channel was banned, totally taken down. Never had a strike, never had a flag. I was followed. I was stalked um, and threatened. <laughs> Um, and then they pulled down my channel and I knew this stuff was real. I knew it was real, but it was, I started realizing if Satanists are real, if people say they actually talk to Satan and demons, that means that God is real. I was a little bit of a Christian when I grew, when I was growing up to know that if Satan is real, that means God is real. And I want to be on God's team because that means that heaven and hell is real too. Yeah. And so could take us back to that moment where you, you've actually realized what happened when you were 18. Sure. It's, it's an honor. I mean, it's the most amazing day of my life to understand what happened was like, you know, just a complete atomic bomb in my mind explosion. It was, it made sense. So here's what happened. So here I was after survivor, I'm doing this survivor tour to high schools and colleges and junior high schools talking about, you know, no, don't do drugs, don't do bullies and you know, all this stuff. Don't abuse people. Don't pick on people. And I, there was this gentleman that came up to me and said, Hey, you've been wondering if God is real. 
And that was actually a secret prayer. I asked God, if you're real, show me you're real. You know, this was two weeks that went, went by. And, I, I, you know, in the Bible, it says, those who have ears to hear, let them hear. So here I am looking for God to answer me. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe he's not real. You know, and here's this guy that comes up to me and says, you know, you've been wondering if God is real. I'm here to tell you God is real. And you had an encounter with the Holy Spirit. I said, hey, Holy Spirit, I have no idea. No. He goes, yeah, you did. I said, no, I didn't. He goes, the Lord said you did. So think. I said, well, I had something happen to me in Israel. I told him the story when I was 18, right? And here I am, 28, telling him the story, recanting the story. By the way, I forgot to mention that not only did I feel the most amazing love, joy, peace, I also heard this is what heaven feels like 24-7. <laughs> it was incredible. I feel the Holy Ghost now. It was so incredible. But I also started hearing this beautiful singing I heard thousands of voices. I didn't know they were angels, but I can hear a harmony. And it was, it was high up. Like it wasn't around me. It was, it was thousands of beautiful voices just singing. Ah. And I remember hearing, this is the other third thing that I heard is this is what joy sounds like. Hmm. I don't even know that joy is a feeling. Is it a sound, you know, but this is what joy sounds like. And I knew that it was eternal. I knew it was never ending. I had no idea it was worship. I had no idea that the Lord was allowing me to hear into heaven. And so here I am telling him the story and he goes, you don't get it. I go, no, he goes, that's the Holy spirit that you felt. And you were hearing angels singing. And the moment he said angels singing, I didn't know I had a spirit, but I literally felt something in my stomach leap out of me with such joy. Woo! It was like, that's it. That's it. I knew without a shadow of a doubt that those were angels I heard. I mean, you'll never, I'll never forget that sound ever. Mm -hmm. And I didn't understand what it was until that person said it, the Lord revealed it. And that's when I knew it. And so that was when I dropped to my knees and I said, Lord, I'm the idiot. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Cleanse me. Come into my heart. Be my Lord. I mean, that's literally what came out of my mouth. And that second, I literally felt Rick, all of the depression, all of the anxiety, all of the sin that's in the spirit realm on me, attached to me, I felt it lift off. Mm -hmm. I felt free, new. I, I, I woke up the next morning and the birds are singing and the sky is so blue and the walls were such a beautiful white. I was going to the airport. I was like, wow, it's so beautiful, this white paint. I mean, I was finally loving life. I was finally alive. I was finally able to appreciate the world around me, creation, God, his people, his creation. And it changed my life significantly. And then the Lord started talking to me very clearly prophetic. I didn't know. I don't know. There were prophetic words, but words, messages from my family, for my friends, for what's going to happen in the future. And everything he said happened to the T. And that's when I was like, wow, God can talk to us too. Like, this is cool. And that's when he told me, read the Bible, the Bible, everything. He told me everything in the Bible is true. Mm -hmm. Everything in the Bible is true. And here I was as an atheist thinking it's such baloney, you know, and yeah. here I am the Lord saying everything in there is true. And I was like, oh, well, I want to read the Bible. And so I, that was when my love for the Bible began and reading the word and applying the word too. Wow. So, so, uh, is your mother still alive and well? Yes, she yes. is. It's so funny because when I was an atheist, she would call all of her nun friends mm -hmm. and she would be like, you need to pray for my daughter. She's such a heathen. So here is, you know, the nuns praying for me and 
for many, 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 many years, you know, 20 years praying for me since we came to America. And, and actually one of them told my mom, my mom told me later when I got saved, one of the nuns called her and said, you don't need to worry about her. Keep praying for her, but she's going to come to the faith and she's going to have more faith than you do. Wow. And it's so funny because actually last year, two years ago, when the Lord had me, you know, said, you're retiring your mom, you, I'm moving you to Florida. He f- provided everything. He gave me a car supernaturally for free. I mean, he applied, supplied everything. It was amazing. God is so good. He's a good, good father is what he told me. He's like, I'm not just your, he said, tell my people, I'm not just their salvation and their redeemer. I'm also their provider. I want my children to ask me and I will give it to them. And I said, wow, okay, because he's a father. So, you know, everything that I do, Lord, should I do this? Should I go to the store? Should I buy this? I I talk to him like he's sitting right next to me as if he's right in front of me. Like, Father, what do I do with this? What do you want me to do with that? Should I? Well, if you want me to move to Florida, I need a car. Where do you want me to go? Where do you want me to get the finances from? Boom. And then he told me, I'll give it to you for free. He said, I'll give you a car. And I said, what? And he did everything he said he did. God is so good. But here's what happened. I told my mom, you know, we're moving to Florida. She said, with what money? I said, God's going to provide. She said, with what car? I said, God's going to provide. And then, you know, we, we, we're moving and we, I didn't have a lease sign yet, but the Lord told me that's my apartment. It's going to open up and we got to pack. We got to go. My mom's like, well, I'm not packing without a lease, without a car, without anything. I said, mom, well, that's not faith. You have to have faith. And it was like, boom. That's when she told me that prophetic word. She goes, wow this is so crazy so all glory be to god he supplied everything the exactly what i was wanted and needed and honestly even more than i even wanted god is god is that good and he's so in the detail wow so power of a praying mom right yes (laughs) and and so so can you remember the first time that you told her that you kind of uh weren't an atheist and that you and, and that and that you came came to the lord or yeah well that's a great question no one's ever asked me that um you know, I don't really remember that mm-hmm. actually coming. I mean, this was what, when I, you know, um, eight years ago, I, she saw me reading the Bible uh-huh. <laughs> and she was just like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I believe in Jesus. He's real. <laughs> and then I just really went in the Bible. And then I was like, you know, as a baby Christian kind of critiquing her, <laughs> yeah. you know, and the Bible, it says, you know, don't, don't, um, I think it's in Matthew seven, you know, don't, don't don't point out someone else's sin. Yeah. Matthew. Yeah. Actually it's Matthew seven, verse three. It says, don't talk about what's in your brother's eye when you have a plank in your, in your own eye. Right. Right. So here I am like, you have, you have these idols around and you got this and you got that. And you're not really praying. You're not really reading your Bible. You need to read your Bible, (laughs) but God is so good because she started reading her Bible. She realized you're right. You know, I, I, I'm not really reading the Bible. And so she goes to a very Orthodox religious church and I was like praying Lord, you know, get her out of there. (laughs) You know, a lot of them are beautifully, you know, a lot of them are born again, but some of, a lot of it is religion. So, um, but they don't really, really, they don't really read their Bible. They read, they only listen to what the priest shares with them. So I said, mama, you got to start reading the Bible. You know, let's start reading every day. So we started reading every day and she ended up actually asking the priest, Hey, can we do like a Sunday Bible study after church or Wednesday or Thursday, you know, whenever we meet the priest looked at her and said, I thought you guys would never ask. So here I was like praying that my mom read the Bible. She asked the priest, the priest started hosting a Bible class and little by little, the church started coming. 
it was like four people the first week and then it was like 10 people then it's 20 then it's 30 people and everyone has questions i have a question about this what did moses mean about that you know so it's so amazing they started reading from genesis and my god it just started a, a bible reading movement hallelujah so <laughs> god is good that that is awesome so so talk about walk us a little bit from this brand new get into the Bible and you're just turned you're turned away from uh, so, so I imagine you had an opportunity to go back to play poker right so talk us about kind of how, how things happened those next few years after you first becoming yes. a believer. Mm -hmm. So I filmed, you know, I filmed the show Survivor in 2015. I was a professional poker player, right? So I got back home from filming Survivor, um, started going down the rabbit hole, became realized I'm a conservative, okay. And then in 2016, February of 2016, right before I got saved, was when my show aired. Survivor was on TV. Right. And here I am, you know, having these millions of followers and fans and, you know, supporters and everything. And then um, I realized, you know, when Trump gave his his speech in June of 2015, I knew I was going to, I knew I supported him. I, and I knew I had to say it publicly. And I remember thinking, if I support him publicly, I'm going to lose all my friends, all my fans, all that stuff. And, I, you know, and I'm on tv you know i'm like ah should i do it should i burn my reputation just like that and, and so, i thought you know what so Let's... was it, it what was it like like how many weeks did that go that when it started airing was it yeah it, it was a few weeks it was oh, a few weeks it's pretty quick though it goes okay yeah so so it aired february i got saved in march wow of 2016 and then I knew I had to support him. I it was like a whole, all the revelation of being bold and saying something and not being scared right. of the, sharing the gospel and also so, so, sharing. So that whole season literally airs in a couple of weeks. So, so it was kind of over when you had to make these decisions. It wasn't steer, still airing. No, it was still on air. It was still on air. I was out of the show already, but it was still on air. I you know, I'm you. still interviewed and, you know, MTV wants to do a show with me and like different things, different opportunities open up and doing, invited them to host poker tournaments around the world, South Africa, a bunch of places. So, and I went to some of them, then I got saved. Mm -hmm. And I go, I have to actually say this. I have to talk about, I got to tell everyone about Jesus because he's real and he's heaven. And by the way, the Lord showed me a dr in my dream, I had a dream of hell, how real that is. So I'm like, ah, heaven and hell is real. Satan and Jesus is real. Thank, praise the Lord for Jesus. Cause he cleansed me of my sins. And you know, it's not just believing in God, right? Cause the Bible says you believe and then receive him as your Lord and Savior, and then you become a child of God. So, for example, like demons believe in I was just talking to a lady this right. morning I was ministering to. She said, oh, I believe in I believe in God. And I had another gentleman I was talking to uh, at the grocery store today. I believe in God. I said, "There, you know, demons believe in God. Yeah. Demons believe and they know he's real, but they're not surrendered and they're not considered his children because they first of all obviously they've 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 been kicked out of heaven. They they don't have any ability to have redemption, but we do. So right. once we not just believe in Jesus, but receive all of the debt that he paid on the cross with his holy blood as he was tortured and tormented by the enemy, when you receive it and believe it, that's when you become a child of God. There's a big difference between believing mm -hmm. and actually becoming. So by God's grace. So anyway, uh, where I'm kind of going, oh yeah. So then I realized, I'm like, I have to, I have to support candidate Trump. So I remember, I remember that day I tweeted that out and it was like, all hell broke loose because I, I think I was the only, <laughs> I, and, and as a baby Christian, oh my God, I was not expecting it. I didn't even read any of the Bible yet. I just started reading the Bible and here I am being called a homophobe and all types of names. And I was attacked by, I mean, some of the 
celebrities and whatever. It was just crazy. And I, and then some of them, actually one, one person, the Lord told me, look on her profile on Twitter. I heard the Lord say, look on her profile on Twitter. Okay. I, I go in her profile, big letters, Rick, capital letters, I should say, Satanist. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. I realized it's such, it's a spiritual battle. And now I've played and I should say tampered with the, the, the devil's kingdom. And he's not happy. So it was like so, touching so, so a hornet. So your huge following after Survivor, was that on um, primarily Twitter? Well, actually, um, it was actually on Instagram. Instagram. So I actually deleted my Instagram. I, I deleted almost all of my social media because wow. right after I was saved and delivered by God's grace, I actually went undercover for Project Veritas for a year back in 2018. So I actually deleted all my social media. I, I, I didn't, the only one I didn't delete was Twitter. Mm -hmm. So one of the reasons also I deleted Instagram was because it was so vain. Like when I, when I woke up mm -hmm. and I was enlightened, I thought this is so vain. Oh, everyone's just posting lusty, sexy pictures. And I was one of them. I'm like, I don't want, this is, this is not me anymore. That person is dead. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the person's way six feet under. Hallelujah. So I, I just deleted everything. And so, um, and people thought it was crazy because this is when survivor was still on, was still on air and all my friends are getting hundreds and thousands and millions of followers. But, I didn't care by, by God's grace. I was totally delivered. I didn't care at all. And in fact, I went undercover and went underground. And so no one heard from me for a year. Um, and then, you know, and, the, and it was a story with the Benghazi whistleblower story that blew up mm -hmm. in 2020 that, that how, you know, that kind of springed forth the, the, the following again. But, but like I said, I think it was the only reality person who endorsed um, candidate Trump. And uh, I was so happy to, and then I thought, well, sending a tweet is not enough. I have to do something more. That's when I, God connected me with uh, Project Veritas. Wow, and so and so so can you what what can you share with us on the Project Veritas and uh, kind of the result from that? <laughs> sure. Well, it was an amazing experience. I was there for nine months. Uh, there's a lot of things I can't share, but I'll say that I infiltrated dozens of Democratic campaigns. I infiltrated communist organizations, um, DSA, which I can talk about because it's. It's been, it's in the public now, but um, I uh, I infiltrated uh, Democratic Socialist of America, the DC chapter, mm -hmm. and you know how they're socialists, quote unquote, in their meetings they're openly communist. Mm -hmm. They would say, hey, co hey, communist brothers and sisters, you know, I'm a Trotskyist, I'm a Leninist, I'm a Stalinist, and I'm like, oh, like, oh my god. I think and I remember. I, say, I think I remember seeing some of those. Because <laughs> those those were those were aired, right? <laughs> Yeah, it, it it actually it, it was viral. I mean, it was all over Fox News. I had people mess. And, and to be to be honest with you, I was never going to share that I went undercover. I was going to actually take it to the grave. Like my parents knew, my sister knew, my my boyfriend at the time knew, because um, this was this was when the Lord was like, mm -mm. <laughs> you need to leave everything and follow me. And this is again when I just started really reading the Bible and getting convicted. But you know, God is so good. But um, that was the only people that knew. I have people messaging me, Anna, is this your voice? This this is your voice on Fox News. I'm like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. It sounds like me, sure. But I didn't want to lie, but I, you know, I, I couldn't I didn't want anyone to know. I wanted it to just just be a sacrifice I did for the country and right. I don't need a pat on the back, you know. Right. I wanted to do something for the country. So by God's grace. So anyways, um, but then the New York Times wrote a hit piece on me and James O'Keefe two years ago. And funny enough, the same timing is that I got I got our date and called me all types of salacious names, a honeypot and this and that. I'm like, honeypot? And I said, what is a honeypot? So I look up honeypot. It's like 
you know, some beautiful girl using sex to set people up and destroy the reputation. I'm like, oh, I never even kissed anybody or touched anybody, you know, number one. Number two, most of the time I'm in a communist organization. I don't even have any makeup on. I, I, I actually didn't even wear deodorant. I mean, I kid you not to fit yeah. in. I, I had dirty hair, smelly armpits, no makeup on. You, you like, were, you were fitting in. <laughs> so I was like, ah! So, but you know, it, and so, so you, it, it was, you said it coordinated with your date. What did you mean by that? Coordinated with my date? I didn't know what you meant by that. So you said something about, so, so the timing of that whole hit piece was around when? Oh, when I was ordained. When I was ordained. Oh, okay. I was ordained. Um, you know, by, by, uh, you know, by Pastor Amira Pena and Lance Walno and a few others. And, and here I am like so excited. And I just, I felt electricity running through my body. It was, we were at, um, Colorado Springs, Clay Clark's event. And these kids came up, we had a mini kids revival. I mean, laying hands out, like Holy ghost, boom. in this little sec with these kids are seeing angels and having encounters with the Lord. I mean, straight up revivals breaking out. I was like, this is amazing. Wasn't Gene Ho's, Gene Ho's kids involved in that? Gene Ho's kids. Yes. Gene Ho's kids. You were there. Gene Ho's kids. And then my friend Holly's kids. I mean, there was about seven, eight kids. We pray for more kids to come. And there all of a sudden a kid came. He had, he was 18 years old, had a hat and it said F Biden. And he was just looking and watching. And really, and I asked him, I said, do you, do you want to receive the Holy Spirit too? Do you want to know Jesus and, and have an encounter with God? He goes, sure. And as he walks up, he starts confessing all of his sins. I've been <laughs> dabbling in Satanism. I've been watching porn and he's just confessing all his sins. I said, praise God, the Holy Spirit just already moving. So wow. it was awesome. He gave his life to Jesus and laid hands on him and he was out and slayed by the Holy Ghost. It was just amazing. And then two days later, boom, this hippies come out and boom, she's this and she's that. I'm like, I haven't even had a boyfriend in years, you know, by God's grace. So I'm like, what are you talking? And I didn't even do anything on when I was undercover. So it, it was, you know, here, here's the thing with gossip too. This is what I learned because even me, even though it was about myself, I read the article. I wish I didn't because I read the article and as I'm reading the article, I'm thinking, this girl sounds horrible. And I'm thinking, that's me. Like, that's not even true. <laughs> yeah. So that I, this is something the Lord showed me. Be careful what you read. Be careful what you listen to. You know, it takes two to gossip. The Lord said it's a gossiping tongue and a gossiping ear. Mm-hmm. And both is a sin. And yeah. so you have like, I, I, I and God al- took out people out of my life who are complete gossipers. They know, and they openly, an evangelist for 20, 30 years saying, oh yeah, I know the dirt about every single pastor and evangelist. I'm like, and you're proud of that? Like, what? You know, you know, and they they start gossiping about others. And I said, the Lord has showed me, no, don't even listen to it. Shut them off. You're like, in Jesus name, I don't want to hear bad about anybody. I don't care if it's true. Even if it's true, it's between them and the Lord. Mm -hmm. Just pray for them. Don't, and I, I I, I kid you not, I, I met another evangelist pastor this is actually last year and they started sending me gossip like did you receive this and i wrote in capital letters do not send me gossip mm-hmm. wrong person and and I'm, you have to call it out and you know yeah the lord has taught me a little bit more grace <laughs> to deliver the message because i'm like don't send me gossip i don't want gossip you're a gossiper you know but i've learned you know sister brother i love you very much i know you mean well but let's not go there i don't want to hear anything about anyone let's pray for them okay let's pray let's pray Mm -hmm. father god or if someone calls me up says anna did you hear what so-and-so did let me get that person on the phone would you hold on a second because i know that person yeah oh no no no, it's okay get him in a zoom call get him in a phone call you have to otherwise james 4 16 says if you know 
of a sin and you don't do anything about it. No, the Lord, uh, the Bible says, uh, James 4, 16, it says, if you know of something and do nothing about it, it's a sin. Mm -hmm. So if I know they're gossiping and I don't do anything about it, it's a sin. Mm -hmm. So I actually have to do something about it. The Bible also says, uh, Matthew, um, Matthew 6, 9, it says, blessed are the peacemakers for they will be called children of God. Yes. Mm -hmm. So you have to also be peace. And also in the word, it says, pursue peace with all men, mm -hmm. pursue peace. I think it's uh, in Singulations. So being a peacemaker, being, um, you know, not sinning and anti-gossip. I mean, that's that's the fruit of the spirit. You know, that's really maturity by God's grace. And I've learned I've learned the hard way and I've learned like not knowing it's gossip and then having a pastor say, Anna, that's actually gossip. You need to repent. I'm like, really? I, I didn't even say anything. They're like, no, you have to. So I've learned how to deal with it. It's so important. And even reading or even listening, all of that is not of the Lord. So just be careful what you listen to and, and who you talk about and when you talk about or even engaging in that kind of sin. It's interesting. It's just, just the latest prophetic word from Amanda Grace talked about junk intel or just intel, what you call intel. Much of it is junk and is like stale bread. And so it's like kind of warning yeah. us to be careful what we're spending our time yeah. listening to versus the word, right? And you know, and I love and appreciate the prophets. I love them. You know, I'm actually my, my pastor, my spiritual mama, my mentor, um, who's going through a personal, you know, gossip as well and personal false accusations. The Lord told me it's all untrue, but God's going to use her and her and her husband in a mighty way, really going through it right now. But, um, but they're just joyful and happy through it all. There's seven times fiery furnace, but she, um, you know, she's, she's a prophet. And God, God, it's so amazing because I was like, you two, you need to meet Julia Green because you're saying the same thing. Mm -hmm. You know, you're saying the same exact thing. And actually, actually, in fact, we were we were uh, praying last night and she was seeing, you know, you talked about Joe Biden before. She saw Joe Biden, his, his mind really going to the point where he can't even say anything anymore. Wow. Like he won't even be able to say anything. It's just you're, it's going to be so obvious that he's gone. Right. One. And then number two, and I know Julie also prophesied he's going to fall again. I think you you kind of covered that before. And then another thing she saw, she saw total darkness. She saw, she said, Anna, I see darkness. I see darkness all over the world, but I feel a peace about it. You know, and the Q drops were also talking about darkness. Nah. Um, and so I thought, wow, Lord, amen. And she didn't really understand what that meant. I said, well, I used to follow Q years ago, and this is what they said. And, and she goes, oh, interesting. I felt peace as I saw the darkness. So she's prophesied similar things of, of you know, Trump coming back in. Of She sees so much death. And not just the vaccine. You know, she sees angel of death just, if people are not repenting. Like, this is the time, you guys. You don't want to mess around at all. Mm -hmm. And I know your audience doesn't. But this is the time you want to make sure you're right with God. Yeah, no question Even about it. a little gossip. The Bible says in Galatians, a little leaven, I think it's 6, 9. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. Mm -hmm. A little leaven, a little gossip, a little frustration, a little bitterness, a little anger, a little unforgiveness. Be careful because the Lord said the judgment is coming and the justice is coming. So you don't want to be part of the church that's gossiping about everyone because when that judgment comes and God's hand comes, you're going to be swept away with the world, swept away. And I don't want to be playing with it. That's why I'm like, I'm so careful. I'm like, I have such a fear of the Lord. And I've woken up many times the last three months. I, I wake up fear and trembling. I can't even get out of my bed. I said, Lord, I don't want to get out of my bed unless you tell me to get out of my bed. Like that's the kind of fear 
where he wants to tremble. Hallelujah. Yeah, fear of the Lord. Yeah, so, so, so it's probably a bad time to ask this question, but uh, I, I know you've got to know James Keith, O'Keefe really well, and you know major, major things blew up there. So, yeah. so number one, um, what did you think of James when you were working with him? And number two, uh, any thoughts oh. on the latest uh, episodes? <laughs> yeah, well, is this a private call or is this live? Yeah, like, this, is this... Is, this is live on the big channel. <laughs> so. okay. okay, well, there's some things I can't say. I mean, I'll say this. Me and my pastor were actually just in New York a few days ago, ministering, being a peacemaker mm-hmm. with James and, and PV. Um, some listened, some didn't. Um, I loved working with James. He really is. I always say this, even on at Reawakening Tour, I always say, you know, James... President, sorry, they're doing construction here. Um, President Trump, I always say, is, is number one hardest working man in America, and James is number two. Okay. Like they're both extremely, extremely hardworking. Um, should I let him know? To, to anyways, okay. Yeah, I think you're good. You can, we can barely hear it. You guys are okay. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, the Bible says I'm not going to say any bad about anyone. I will say, you know, he's 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 tough to work with. Mm-hmm. Because he's so passionate and, and I respect it. You know, of course, it's like a yes boss, you know, but I love how he humbled himself in that, in that video right. where he confronted the staff and he said, you know what? I may not have been as compassionate as I should have been. Mm-hmm. You know, I realized that I'm not really asking how you're doing. I'm not really, I look, I don't need my boss to ask me how my life is going. That's fine. I'm not here to talk about my personal life, but it's nice to have a loving relationship, you know, in, in a way where, you know, we're, we mutually respect one another. He's just so busy. He just has so much going on. And anyway, so I totally forgave him. There's, there's moments where he missed, but all is well, look, we're not perfect. All of us make mistakes, but the fact that he humbled himself, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I don't want to get into the details of what's going on. Cause there's things I know, and I, I can't say it publicly unless they want to say it publicly. It's not my place to say it. I'm just praying that it all be resolved because this is what the Lord showed. It's a Titanic. The Lord showed this to my pastor, who's very prophetic, Pastor Ruth. She said, I see you, we called Pete, I called that that day that the story broke, two weeks ago, Wednesday. We, I called friends in PV, one of them is on the board. I said, what you're doing, the Lord is saying is not the right way. Mm-hmm. It's not the godly way to do it. I understand he can be difficult, but this is, you should be reconciling it in the back, in private, not publicly. This is not the way to do it. Right. I said, number one, number two. Number two, you know, the, who, those who, 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 who have not sinned, cast the first stone. Okay, number three, this is a Titanic ship, and the Lord is showing that Titanic, it's sinking fast. Mm-hmm. And James O'Keefe is the heart of this organization. If you remove the heart, the body is dead. Right. You will not make it without him. Because mm-hmm. I know what they were saying publicly, and I know what's happening privately. And it was like, you're, you're lying. to You can't lie to the people. You cannot lie. Mm-hmm. And you cannot do this. It's not going to work out. You, it has to be reconciled and both sides have to change. Both sides have to have a change of heart. And, you know, I, I've ministered to by God's grace. And I, I've when that hit piece came out with me and James two years ago, I was on the phone with James for an hour talking about Jesus, talking about how he saved, changed my life and everything. And he was listening. He was really, really listening. And seeds have been planted for many years. And and it was amazing to see him humble himself and, 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 and have that that beautiful open dialogue. And so we're praying that the, some of the hearts on PV board change if not that the lord take them out and put him back in because really that's it's his organization at the end of the day there's no pv without james o'keefe there's no project veritas without james o'keefe so but but all will be well all will be well and god is working behind the scenes so yeah this is Satan's plan trying to mess up up, but nothing can stop what god's doing right (laughs) so (laughs) so nothing and you know what and the lord is not limited to the disobedience of men Mm -hmm. lord is not limited and and actually i've warned God, not 
the Lord warned some people there and saying, you have, if you don't repent and, and ask for forgiveness to him, you need to ask like, no, we don't need to. Okay. God is going to remove them. So they've been warned. They can't say, I don't know. The Lord told them, we even flew to New York meet face to face to tell them the word of the Lord. And to, 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 for, for the sake of the nation, look, I dropped everything. Mm-hmm. I flew out from Florida. My pastor flew out from California. We dropped everything. I have so much going on, <laughs> mm-hmm. but this is the, this is for the sake of the nation. This is for the sake of the world. It's one of the biggest cons- conservative organizations in the world. And then the Lord, you know what the Lord said is next? Being peacemakers for the church. Mm-hmm. And you know who I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. The people attacking the prophets. Don't touch God's prophets. Don't touch their anointed. Yeah, and I love both sides. Very dangerous. And like, you know, very dangerous. And it wasn't handled well at all. It has to be handled internally. This is leaders of leaders of the church attacking leaders of leaders of the church. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. So, you know, but so we're, 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 I'm reaching out to both sides who know them personally, really good friends of theirs and, and trying to get them all to the table just to talk and have peace and ask each other for forgiveness. Look, this is what the Lord showed me too, um, with asking for forgiveness, even if you are right and they, someone said the nastiest thing about you. Like for example, Rick, let's say I said the nastiest thing about you, but you're mad at me and you're offended and you're ignoring me. You're also wrong. Mm -hmm. Even though, you know, you didn't do anything. You're wrong. We're both wrong in God's eyes. So you have to, and this is what I've learned. My pastor told me, well, someone said this about me. And she goes, well, come up to them and apologize. I said, apologize? I didn't do anything wrong. No, daughter, you're offended. You're angry. You're bitter. First of all, forgive them. That's a sin. All of that is a sin. You need to come up and apologize and humble yourself and apologize. I said, mm-hmm. okay. So I came up <laughs> and I, and let me tell you, it was so freeing. It was so freeing and, and particularly it was, you know, with the article, the fake news article that pastors were emailing one another saying Anna's this and it, which it's like, we know fake news. Why would you believe it? Right. <laughs> right? So right. your friends of mine call me and ask me if it's true. I'll tell you. So anyway, I was really, I was really upset. I was really hurt. Um, but, but I came up to them and apologized. I said, listen, I'm sorry if I ever offended you. I'm sorry if I've done anything to, you know, any misunderstanding, please forgive me. And they were shocked. And, and, but you know what? It led to peace and there's reconciliation there. And a lot of the church is afraid to have a confrontation, a godly confrontation with an unoffendable heart. That's what my pastor taught me. That's her words. A godly confrontation with unoffendable heart. So I'm not coming to you, Rick, to say you did this, this, this. No, I'm coming to you to ask for forgiveness. No excuses. Just ask for forgiveness and make peace. Mm-hmm. That's what it takes. So, so you know, being a peacemaker, again, blessed with the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. And that's like taking the next step, right? So you can, look, I can shut off my phone and block them and never talk to them again. But that's not the God way. The God way, the Bible says, is to go to your brother. Okay, go to your brother, tell them. Okay, if they don't listen, you get two witnesses. If they don't listen, get a pastor. Okay, then tell the public, basically. So um, it has to be handled internally, and that's the God way to do it. So I'm praying for PV and also for the church that it be handled internally, and we're working on it in Jesus' name. Awesome. So, so I love that. So, so it sounds like we need to be praying for reconciliation versus, uh, yes. I, I didn't know if some deep state infiltrator got in there or something to get oh, James for PV? out. No, 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 no. no. People I, think, no, people think it's, I saw all types of conspiracies that Pfizer took over PV. Right, like, right. Uh, um, no, the, the board has been friends with James for decades, Okay. decades. Mm-hmm. So it's not infiltrated, but look at the timing of it. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. Biggest story ever, witchcraft. It's what the Lord showed. The Lord actually, I was praying with my with my pastor mm. on Monday. She said, something's wrong with PV. We have to pray. She said, Jane, I can see a lot of witchcraft attacking James. Mm. So 
the biggest story came out all of a sudden they kick him out i mean it's witchcraft mm -hmm. and 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 witches and wizards which thank god jesus is way above every principality hallelujah they're under our feet but um but they you know all the hexes and vexes you know the the, the devil sees the cracks so they knew who to come to in the spirit realm and just to be like yeah you know we don't need him you know what yeah he's been so bad let's you know he hasn't been bad but we've seen him do this and this and that and they started compiling things and it's been it's been kind of going on for a few months in the spirit right. realm of them planning and then boom the biggest attack happened and the biggest story happened and then all of a sudden they remove him it's 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 totally spiritual so what i learned more than anything everything is so spiritual yeah <laughs> everything everything happens in spirit first before it comes in the natural right so, oh my God, it's so real. I've yeah. seen it more than ever recently. More yeah. than ever, we came there and now are you man, in that, uh, yeah, yeah. So, how, so back back to another subject. Have you just how are you support yourself? How, what, what are you have a ministry? What what's your what, what how do people follow you? God's grace. So Rick, um, and we've talked about this too. So so. I don't know if you guys heard of this company. It's called Valara, and I'm not trying to plug it or anything. But you know, you asked me. But my pastor told me about these air machines that release hydrogen peroxide and sanitize the air and surfaces. And and the Lord told me this is going to help fund the ministry. I said okay, because the Lord. Here's what happened when I got saved. I asked the Lord, okay, so I, do I go to medical school now? Because God cleansed me of my addiction to poker and to Survivor. Completely cleansed me from my addiction. Completely. Right. So then I thought, okay, well, I moved back. I moved out of my boyfriend's house. We broke up and it moved into my mom's house. And here I am reading the Bible. You know, I, for like a, a year, I didn't, I wasn't working. I was just, the Lord said, just study. And I just spent time with me. So I was just digging in the word, didn't have a pastor. I was praying for for a church and a pastor. And he eventually connected me to Times Square Church. But during that time, I asked the Lord, you know, Lord, do you want me to go to medical school? Because that's what I was planning to do before I decided to play poker and give poker a shot. I played poker since I was a kid and I wanted to, you know, give it a shot for a year and take, you know, and put medical school on hold. I, I already applied, but I heard the Lord say, no, he, oh no, he didn't say no. He said, you can, if you want to medical school, you can, if you want to, but you'll be doing full-time ministry. And this is how sweet the Lord is. Like it's obviously not his perfect will. It's his permissible will. Mm -hmm. But I thought I, I was logically, you know, in Isaiah, the, the, the Lord says, come and reason with me. Yeah. So here I am like, huh, I, I don't have to, I, I can't if I want to, but I, I'm not going to be a doctor. I'm going to be, a, first of all, I was so happy to hear, mister, I'm going to be, you're going to be, you're my boss. You're the best hey, boss I wanted, in the I whole wanted to I wanted to show you something about how the Holy Spirit's working because uh, I'm flipping over to my screen right now and I had pulled up one Bible verse to potentially share today. And uh, here it is. It is, come, now let us reason together. <laughs> Wow, it's Isaiah, Isaiah, right? What, that's what, what Isaiah, Isaiah one eighteen. It's my new, yeah, new memory verse. verse. Yeah, so it's like uh, come, let us reason together, says the Lord. So this is what the Lord did. That's uh -huh. so cool. That's such confirmation. Yeah. Um, because the Lord, you know, when the Lord said that, I thought, well, why would I go to medical school, be three hundred thousand dollars in debt? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> if I'm not going to be a practicing doctor, I said, no, that doesn't make any sense. So we reasoned together. But so anyway, the Lord. Show me these machines started working with them and started doing trade shows. And he said, it's going to fund the ministry and they're amazing. And actually Rick mm -hmm. is a partner with it as well. These are the, so I'll say there's three machines. I'll say real quick, you guys can do the research you can email Rick, email me one, the first machine, the, the air machine. Uh, if you, if you click on that, that, that air and surface pro, um, it, I see that big one. Yeah. That big black one, it releases hydrogen peroxide 24 seven. It sanitizes, kills bacteria, viruses, everything. Look, I'm not scared of COVID at all, 
But I don't know what virus they're planning to release next. Right. If you get my drip. This will protect your home. It covers 2,000 square feet. It's amazing. And my sister's, it gets rid of pollen and allergens. And my sister had really bad allergies gone. That's when I realized this thing works. The other machine they have is a laundry connection, same technology. Uh, no detergent, no chemicals to do your laundry anymore. And then there's a water machine right there, that, that water thing. That's an ionizer, makes alkaline water. I started digging into all this technology and I realized these are, this is actually one of the reasons why people have cancer. It's not just a GMO food, you guys. Do your research. It's also, I know you guys, a lot of you guys probably know, it's not just a GMO food that we're eating, it's also the acidic water. So I learned that alkaline water, it, it doesn't just hydrate your body, which is amazing. It also detoxifies your liver, your kidney. Um, it detoxifies your cells, in between your cells. This is why God's so good, he brought it full circle because I was such a biology major and I love biology. You know, in between your cells, um, your cells have waste. You know, just like humans have to pee and poop, your cells have to pee and poop. So they pee and poo, and what cleans up that gunk in between, that's called interstitial fluid, uh, is alkaline water. So if you don't have, if you're drinking acidic water, it's that's detoxing everything all the time, isn't it? Detoxifying, cleaning, cancer, the reason why cancers are, are, are metastasized so quick and be, become so harmful is because there's no cell to cell communication. All that gunk in the middle, it's hard for cells to talk, it's hard for the immune system to come and clean so it, it's it, kids are having cancer, adults are having cancer. So I realized it, a lot of it is alkaline water. It is a it's anti-aging, anti-inflammatory. So thank you, Rick, for asking. Um, yeah, but and I think it, I, what I love about this is this is called the living water, right? <laughs> right after. So here's Jesus. the other crazy thing. Oh my God, the CEO. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this publicly. He just got saved a few months ago. Uh, so he named the machine the living water machine. Years and before so he got saved, right? <laughs> so it is like so cool. So not only does it, you know, it does everything. And by the way, if you ever heard of a Kanga machine, the Kanga machine is five thousand, and a lot of it's marketing. A lot of it is it's old technology with platinum. This guy is twenty five hundred. It's half the price of a Kanga. For five thousand, you can get all three machines. But anyway, um, but what I was going to say was, you're right. So the um, the CEO named it the Living Water Machine, and just got saved and i'm just like lord you're so funny you're yeah. so good but anyway, by, by the way i do have a link at the bottom of the video that has the valera link slash b2t so you can go to that and go check out these machines again they got the air the alkaline water and some other things as well um but again the key. yeah so chris is asking rick you're part of this this is what i was talking about the other day this stuff is i was just on um uh if you, if you guys know patriot news network you know with uh with Charlie Ward and all of them. And, and uh, he just got a, all three for his mom and his dad, for, I'm sorry, for himself and his mom. And he loves it. He goes, this stuff, he feels healthier, is losing weight. A lot of our weight also is inflammation. People think it's just, you know, weight. It's actually inflammation. It's that water mm -hmm. interstitial fluid. So it's, it's awesome. So yeah, it makes all types of water you can make. Someone's asking what kind of water, any, even well water, tap water, it'll filter it and then it'll make it alkaline. But I don't wanna go on and on about this. You guys can email me. Um, I'm actually going to put my email in the chat box if you have a question and then, I'll, you know, you guys have Rick's link, but I'm happy to answer your questions if you want to email me, kate.anna at yahoo.com yeah, or gatherbride at gmail. No, that, sounds, that sounds awesome. No, I really appreciate, yeah, appreciate you amazing. Thanks that. for yeah and i want and so, so again what you do is you go to the link down below in the video is probably this way you can also just go to the store on blessedteach.com or the store on uh, b2tneighborhood.com and that'll get you to the water and air uh, and all the other products that we have there too look you get the best healthy home products and you're supporting the ministry mm -hmm. it's a win-win and that's what the lord said he actually used alex jones's quote i thought it was funny the lord i heard of the lord say it's a 360 win mm -hmm. i said really i said you're helping people 
They have water that they're actually meant to drink. The way that God created us to drink water in the mountains. Water in the mountains is moving. It has high energy. That energy changes the structure of the water. When you drink, it actually goes right through your cells. It's easily absorbed. It hydrates you. And then it cleans your liver and your kidney. Everything it's supposed to do. Now we have these bottled water. I've tested, you guys. I went full nerd. I mean, I tested all the water bottles. Dasani is the worst. Anything that says purified water is actually even worse. Mm -hmm. When you go to Costco, and I used to buy the purified water, test the water. It turns to a yellow-orange color. It's a pH of 2, pH of 3, which is extremely acidic. You want to drink from a pH of 8.5 to 9.5. And by the way, I'll say the last thing I'll say is this. This is really pissed me off, Rick, was when I found out that, you know, the alkaline water you buy in the store, it's not alkaline. It is total marketing. Why? Because alkalinity lasts for 10 hours. There's two things with water you want to know. The pH, which is that color change, which does go down over time. And the alkalinity, the alkalinity is the charge of the water. Mm -hmm. The negative charge of alkaline water is that that's what has all the benefits. It's that electron high up, dehydrates you, cleans everything. Um, You're never going to buy that in the store. Mm -hmm. Only the stores that have their own machine that make it for you right in front of you, again, it lasts for 10 hours. So distilled water, someone's asking, I don't really recommend it. Sure, you have nothing in there, like RO water, like reverse osmosis water. Yeah, you don't have any fluoride and chloride in there, but it's not really benefiting you. You're just drinking water, it hydrates you, sure. But you want to detoxify your liver, your kidney, your blood, and and also, again, all the benefits of it. So spring water, yes. So I'm sorry, I'm like a whole question here. Last question I'll answer here, and you can email me. Spring water is amazing. Right, good, Any good. spring water, any mountain water. When I'm on the road, I buy Fiji spring water, mountain water. Do not buy purified, like I said before. Spring water, mountain water, Fiji is the best one that I've tested about a pH of 7.1, 7.2, something like that, which is pretty good. But you want to have your own machine to make alkaline. Are these available in the UK, Europe? Email me and I'm happy to ship you one. I don't know if the company ships it. I have a bunch in stock, so I'm happy to ship it to you. But, you know, just make sure you write Rick, you know, uh, blessed blessed to teach so I can bless uh, our pastor, our beloved man of God here too. Yeah, so, so, so I did, I did want to go, if you don't mind, uh, open it up a little bit for the backstagers to actually ask a few questions. Um, if, so just to unmute and do that, I think Di had a question. So go, go ahead, Di, from, who's from England, by the way. But go ahead, Di. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a, very, a couple of very quick questions. Have you been back to Israel since that encounter at 18? Have I been back to the Western Wall since? Yeah. I have. I have. You know, it's so funny. Um, I, I was hoping I felt it again. I, I did feel, you know, even as an atheist when I was there in Israel, it's even as an atheist, you can feel there's something different about this country. You can feel it's supernatural. You can feel it. I haven't felt what I felt at the Western Wall, at the Western Wall again. But I will tell you this. You don't have to be at the Western Wall to feel the Holy Spirit. You don't have to go to a revival event to feel the Holy Ghost. And look, I love the revival events, right? But I have all my friends going there and being there. That's great. But you can actually have an encounter with the Holy Ghost right in your house, Mm -hmm. right in your home. In fact, revival is in your spirit, man. It's in your spirit. The kingdom of heaven is in you. Like the Holy Ghost is in you. That's the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. That's God. Hallelujah. So you can, so I've, I've had encounters with God like that at home, but uh, to be honest with you, and I've been slayed in the spirit. I've been out. I've been, woo, I've been floating with the Holy Ghost. I mean, I, I love those, those, those encounters, but I have to tell you, I have never had anything like that day. That day was very, very special. It was like, I, I knew I, I, I wasn't in heaven, but I'm telling you, I felt it. 
I knew it. I remember thinking to myself, I have no pain, no suffering, nothing. It was like the most incredible, it was like, it was like filling me up and I was pouring it out, filling me up. It was like coming in and coming out, you know, Psalm 23, where it says, you know, the Lord anoints my head with oil and my cup overflows. I felt overflowing, filling up and overflowing. It was like so awesome. I've never felt anything like it again. So yeah, you don't have to be in the Western Wall to, to have that encounter. You can have it anywhere, mm-hmm. anywhere, in your bathroom, on the th- on the other throne. You know, you can have mm-hmm. it. You can have it anywhere. <laughs> Hallelujah. Awesome. God's so good. Dad, did you have a second question? I did. It was just basically, have you have actually have you watched the Chosen series? And what is your yes. feeling um, about Dallas Jenkins' portrayal? Oh, I love it. Uh, first of all, I love the photo behind you, the Prince of Peace by Akiana. I have that behind me as well when I do my YouTube show um, and Bible studies with Pastor Ruth. So yeah, uh, I love that show. In fact, my mom is is, is Russian and I watched it the, the first, my mom fell in love with the first season. So we watched the first season like six times, four times in English, two times in Russian. And so she, <laughs> loves it, my family loves it. Um, it it's an, it's, an, it's amazing. And, and it's sad to see, actually, I was about to get Dallas's wife on my YouTube, you know, just to interview her. Um, because there was so much attack on him. You know, how could you do this? It's not biblical. And my God, it's a series. You know, people are so religious mm-hmm. and they're so stuck in their ways, right? It's. I see some of the, I see some of the comments and I actually, and I'm absolutely gobsmacked because I watch it and I think God's hand is all over this. All over. Absolutely all over it. How can people not see that? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, because it, it's religion. It's really, it really is religion. Um, and look, a lot of them, unfortunately, they, they have to be delivered, right? They have to be delivered from anger, unforgiveness, religion. I mean, they're they're not free. Anyone who has a heart like that is not free because you would be rejoicing. Even even Paul said, um, I forgot what book it is in. It might be in Philippians where he says, uh, even if they have selfish ambitions mm-hmm. to maybe it's all about money. I don't care as long as the gospel is preached. As long as the gospel is preached, that's all that matters. Amen. And it is. And I know he's not. I don't know Dallas personally. I know one of his his, his wife's best friend. And they they're they're you know my God. They love Jesus and mm-hmm. they want to tell the story of Jesus. And I think it's beautiful. And God's hand is all over it. And if you, even if you hear some of the miracle stories of them filming, you know they have a little bit of sunlight left and they have no more money and it's about to rain and they're like, God, it has to happen. The mist rose and cleared off the lake. Boom. And the fog lifted and they were able to film. Come on. It's so Jesus. And that's why I always say, be careful who you attack. Be careful coming against God's body. Even if, even if you know an accusation is true, pray for them. Don't you dare. Even in the book of Jude, right? Uh, uh, Michael, the archangel did not dare to accuse the devil did not dare to accuse the devil. That's how much reverence we have to have with God. And that's the, that's what's missing, is that reverence of God. And I pray that everyone have that encounter of waking up in the morning or throughout the day, like, like you can't, I don't even want to say anything unless the Lord tells me, because that's the reverence we have to have, where we're so afraid to even say anything against anybody, even in the world. You know, it doesn't mean we compromise. There's a difference between that and comp- we're not compromising with sin. We're not compromising with the devil, but we, <laughs> in love tell them the truth we in love pray for them you know we 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 have to be really careful so yeah i'm praying for that for the body to to wake up and stop attacking one another and and god's movement amen yeah that, that any more questions sense. time for back oh, okay mm-hmm. that, that that is that is for sure that is for sure and uh and so i want to i want to lift you up for prayer 
and then have some of the backstage people pray as well, if you don't mind. Um, I love that. But obviously, there's a big audience here too for in the uh, of Christian patriots. So, what can they specifically pray for Anna about? Whatever you feel led. Um, I always say more wisdom, more revelation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> more wisdom, more revelation. And the Lord says, "Who never needs wisdom? Just cry out for wisdom." So I cry for wisdom every day. I said, "Lord, I need wisdom. Lord, help me, Father God." There's so many projects going on, and there's so much work to be done. It's exciting. Um, and uh, we're working on some some Christian films here in California. And by God's grace, there's so much to do. And there's mm-hmm. like literally so much to do. But yeah. so wisdom and revelation. That's really? awesome. So awesome. wisdom and re- revelation, you guys got your marching orders there. So so uh, but let's maybe just take up one or two more questions. Pam, go ahead. And then we'll move to prayer. Um, I was wondering with your Valera stuff, you said it was 5000 if you got all three. Is that, there going to be some kind of a payment plan option? Yes, there is a payment plan option. And that's actually a deal that um, I don't, you know, Rick and I don't do that with with everybody. But but so, for example, all three machines are 5500 then tax and shipping. So we do a deal for 5000 for all three. That includes shipping and tax. That's like amazing because normally it's about 6200 with tax and shipping. Yes, there we I, I do offer a payment plan if you want to do, you know, 200 a month, 300, 400, 500. Some people do a thousand a month, whatever. Honestly, we can work with you. So absolutely, we can do payment plans. So okay. make sure you email me and then just write Rick or blessed to teach. So I know um, you're, you were sent from Nick, from, from Rick, but yes. Okay. Thank you. Well, you say and it got, one more got us so amazing because I, like, I was even doing a trade show mm-hmm. uh, and, and there was a lady who couldn't afford it. She had really bad credit and, and, um, and the Lord told me, don't, don't even look at it. Help her. Because her kid was really sick. He really needed the alkaline water. He was so sick. And I said, you know, I'm taking a risk here by giving you free stuff. And it's a, it's expensive. It's really smooth. But I don't really make that much. But, you know, by God's grace and the Lord said, give it to her. And she's been so faithful. She calls every month and she said, my son is getting better. He's getting better. And I, I had another client who um, had a, with the, with the water machine real quick. He had a, 15 years, he's had a disease where he, his skin never healed had an open gash on his shin never healed he's been drinking the alkaline water ph of 10 which you're not supposed to really drink that high you're supposed to drink 9.5 but anyway he drank 10 for six months totally healed his doctor was like what happened so it's it's amazing to hear the testimonies it's worth it so i'm happy to offer that yeah all right so i'm going to lift you up right now and uh then and then uh maybe Teresa, you can end it and anybody that wants to pray in between do you do you have 10 minutes or so more that we can or 10 or 15 more minutes that we can just lift you up anna i would love that all yes. right all right so let's uh heavenly father just thank you so much for anna and uh wow such a cool um, testimony to understand exactly what was going on when she was at that western wall where she she literally could fill the holy spirit within her and could actually hear uh, the sound of joy, right? The, the, uh, well, how, how cool is that, Lord? And all that yeah. singing of the angels, et cetera. Lord, and then, and then to be able to actually uh, find out 10 years later that, that, wow, that's what that was. And just, uh, Lord, we just pray that testimonies like this get told, just like they are in Ashbury right now, by, by millions of people going forward as people wake up and get bold and repent of their sins and, and, and actually do what Anna did at that point in time, Lord, as she just came to you and completely changed her life, turned away from all these other worldly things and came to you and now is in full-time ministry, Lord. Use her in a mighty way for your kingdom. Give her more wisdom and revelation just actually ask for. Amplify her voice like never before. Uh, and Lord... I just lift her up from a perspective of 
the gifts of the spirit as well. It sounds like she's very active in the prophetic, um, and she's she's also um, so all nine gifts. Just whatever she asks for, give her, Lord. And I always pray pray over her. Acts twenty, the refreshing Holy Spirit, which says to times of refreshing. You talk about next Acts yes. uh, four twenty. That times of refreshing comes across her. She feels it. She gets a great night's sleep and wakes up with it. Wakes up. It's completely refreshed with the joy of the Lord tomorrow. Like. Uh, like she hasn't for for months and months, Lord. Just just use her again in a mighty way for your kingdom. Thank you for her and and uh, Lord, we just love you. Thanks. We also like to pray. Lord go, Jesus, go ahead, Linda. I just thank you for Anna. Oh, go, go ahead, Teresa. Lord Jesus, we just thank you for Anna. We thank you for all the wonderful things that she talked about today about the special water and the things that we can do to help our bodies heal. I thank you for that. I thank you for her wisdom. I ask you to continue to give her wisdom and courage and an ability to step out in faith and trust you in, in ways that she's doing now, but more than she's ever done before. And Lord, give her your wisdom and just be with her and protect her and help her make the films that she wants to make and help her to do things that give you the honor and the glory that she wants to give you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Praise well, God. Linda, go ahead. Hey Father, in Jesus name, thank you for Anna. Okay. Be with her, with her on, on wherever she goes. Say in that community, leave your hand off her. She's a child of God. I rebuke you. Right. Father, help her out. In Jesus' name, pray. Amen. 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 Anybody else like to pray? Thank you, Linda. That's awesome. Paul, I know maybe you can ramp, ramp, ramp up for us. I know Gus isn't here, so can you be his uh, backup and and uh, take us home? Paul's looking for the, yeah, Paul, would you mind uh, take, just wrapping it up for us? All right. Yeah. Lord, uh, it's the first time uh, I've heard Anna speak, but I, I, I was blessed to hear everything. Just like Russ, uh, Rick is blessed to teach, I'm blessed to be part of this ministry and all the neat people I've met, including Anna tonight. She had so many good things to say. Uh, I was just shouting amen inside on everything. And so, Lord, I ask you to continue to bless her i like what especially what she had to say about peacemakers lord and she's obviously one of them and uh just bless her as she goes forth and uh, i so love to hear how she wants to be led by your spirit mm -hmm. and be exactly where you want her to be each and every day every i believe as she said nanosecond that's awesome that's the way it should be for all this lord so just bless her as she continues on this adventure with you and uh and uh, in Jesus' name, amen. 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 All glory to God. And something my pastor told me, she said, every nano, I said, she said, um, 24 7, 366 a year, and uh, nanosecond, 120%. I said, 120%, meaning like overflowing, not just 100% is for you. That extra 20% is for others around you. And I was like, is that possible every nanosecond? And, and, and it is. So it's so important to be discipled and mentored, you guys, and praise God for, for, for Rick here and, and you know, your pastors, whoever they may be. It's so important to be discipled. Mm -hmm. You know, those that are really hungry, because discipleship takes two. You know, I'm here in California living in my pastor's home right now, like 24-7, Holy Ghost boot camp, 
<laughs> That's how I grew. I'm hearing the Lord more clearer than ever, you know, serving, helping in the middle of the night. And she's a pastor. She's a fivefold prophet mostly, um, but but evangelist, pastor. And we're one in the morning going to, she sees in the spirit, there's a husband and wife killing themselves. And the Lord said, go to their home right now. It's one in the morning. She wakes me up. Wow. Amen. We're in the car ministering to them. And sure enough, they're killing each other. They're about to get divorced. Da, 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 demons everywhere. We, another night, we one in the morning going to a family's house. Kid is demon, you know, possessed. So we're casting the demons out of him, praying in the spirit. I mean, this spiritual war is so real and it's a, it's every second. So, um, but by God's grace, so it's really a Holy Ghost boot camp, and it's possible every nanosecond. So I'm just have such a fear of God and we all have to, you know, be there, praise God. It just every nanosecond counts. Every second counts, not having anything in our heart against anybody making peace. The Lord even had me call a few people that I've, you know, previously, I should say six months ago, cut off because, you know, they gossiped or they did this or did that. And the Lord said, no, that's not how you don't cut them off. I will cut them off. You, you need to call them. I was like, okay, Lord. So how can I be a peacemaker PV if I have my own stuff that I didn't make peace with? So I can't be hypocrite. So I had to call them before I went in that meeting that morning, the Lord dealt with me. He said, you need to call these people and make peace. I said, okay, Lord, call and apologize. I go, okay, Lord. So, <laughs> you know, so, so it just the, level by level by level by god's grace growing and um applying his word it's so important not just to read it but to apply it mm -hmm. and it's and i'm thank god i have a pastor that that teaches me every moment and, and i've learned i'm like oh my god i didn't know any of this for years seven years so so praise the lord yeah we can all self-justify really easy right so huh? oh, oh we can we can self-justify so easily that oh, yeah. well that doesn't apply to me i don't want to do that so <laughs> so you said something yeah. about a rumble channel yeah is that right yeah someone asked about rumble yeah i've rumble i've youtube those are my two and twitter okay. someone's asking it's just my name anna kate as well and it's a-n-n-a -N -A, and it's c it's k-h-a-i-t right it's a jewish Jewish last name, Kate, Chait in Hebrew. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, well this, this has been such a pleasure. We're going to have a Bible study backstage. For those of you who have a, have a backstage pass, make sure you get back there. You think you'll love that. We'll also do a little bit of training on the neighborhood, the free Facebook replacement. So that'll be fun for everybody. But I wanted to give Anna the last word before we wrap up here. Oh, so well, I'd love to pray for you guys if that's okay. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be amazing. I praise God. Father, I thank you, Lord, for this fellowship, Lord. I thank you how good you are, Lord, to connect all of us, these beautiful shining stars for you lord you are the bright morning star hallelujah lord you really are the rock star hallelujah <laughs> the lord was showing me like some i had a dream and i saw it was like a it was like a it was a big stadium it was like one of those it almost felt like a rock concert but it was there was ministers on there and preaching and ministering and i saw people were just being slayed in the spirit and having a holy ghost encounter and it was like wow lord you are the rock star hallelujah so father i thank you for your children here, Lord God, your precious ones, Lord God. And each one of us, I know the Lord said, I would leave the 99 to get the one. And truly, Lord, we've all experienced it. I know, I know, Lord, I've experienced it. You really left the 99 to go get me. I was so in the darkness, Lord, and such rebellion, Lord, and pride and, 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 and deception, Lord. And you're so graceful, Lord, to pull us out of it. Father, I thank you that we're going higher. This is like a graduation day, even since the Lord saying, you're being elevated to the next level. You know, people graduate in the natural they graduate with their diplomas, but God wants us to graduate in the spirit too. There's a level to level to level graduation. So Father, I thank you. And I can even hear like that done. Not that's like the wedding song, but the, the graduation song. <laughs> <laughs> da, da, da. So Father, I thank you for the graduation song of just graduating the next level in the spirit, Lord. And if there's anyone that that feels as well, I can censor some people here as well. The Lord's really um 
telling you who you need to make peace with. There's like, there's conviction of, of okay, I actually got to call this person. I actually got to deal with this, but there's a situation here that I need to make peace. Even if it's your ex-husband or ex-wife or kids, sometimes we're ministering to someone and, and this father, blessed man of God, he he's, it's not his fault. He was an FBI whistleblower and the, the enemy came against his family and his kids and one of his sons left and he, it's an elephant in the room that he doesn't want to address the other kids. And I said, no, the Lord said, you have to sit them down. And even though you did the right thing for the country, you have to apologize to them. Just say, forgive me for everything that's gone through. You know, forgive me. We're a family unit. We pray for our son. We don't hate him. We love him. We're going to continue to pray for him. We need to address the kids. You can't just put it under the rug and ignore it. Some people just need to sit down and have those tough conversations, those godly confrontations with an unoffendable heart. You know, be armed in the spirit with his word, Lord, and in his, in his armor. Have, pray, guard your heart. For, with all diligence, because out of it flows the rivers of life and all the cares of life. So, Father, I thank you that we guard our hearts, Lord, as we call and pray for those people and ask for forgiveness and, and humble ourselves with those people that we need to make peace with, Lord, because truly blessed are those who are peacemakers, Lord. We are the children of God. So, Father, I thank you for bringing us into a higher level, a new level, Lord. No, new, new level. The Lord was even saying new level, no devil. To a point where you're in such glory with him, Galatians 2.20, where it's no longer I who live, but he who lives in us where there's the enemy can't even touch you because you're in the glory realm with the king. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's possible for us. doesn't mean you're not going to be persecuted, but it's like, woo, it's such an awesome glory level with the Lord. I know you guys are hungry. I feel the hunger you have for him. Hallelujah. As I bless it, Father, I think you're bringing the increase, Lord, such increase, not just financially, but also spiritually, Lord God. And even in, in, in whoever you've been crying out for family-wise as well, your kids, I sense parents are crying out for their kids, the ones that are lost. I just I want to remind you, my mom prayed for me for over 20 years, 20 years. I'm part of her covenant, the Abrahamic covenant. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So the Holy Ghost is all over. I feel it. Holly, he's just everything is all right. Isaiah 310 says, tell my righteous ones that all is well. So I'm here to tell you that all is well. The Lord has heard your tears. He's heard your cries and your prayers and your petitions. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Glory, Father. I thank you that those precious ones, Lord, we snatch them out of the pit of hell in the name of Jesus, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're sending laborers, Lord, to, to minister to them, Lord. Sometimes they can't hear from their own family. They don't hear us, Lord. I didn't listen to my mom, Lord. You sent a stranger. So, Father, we're praying for those laborers to come in, Lord God, mm -hmm. to pick out that harvest, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Give them dreams, visions, Lord. Convict them, Lord. Convict them in the name of Jesus that they come back to their parents. You know, Elijah, what the Elijah prophesied. The heart of the kids back to the father and the heart of the father back to the kids, Lord. Reconciliation, even with the vaccines and everything that has divided our families, Lord. Mm -hmm. Show them the truth in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. What a great uh, conclusion. And it's been a pleasure to have you on. And I uh, would love to have you on every few months to get updates on what's going on with your life yeah. and everything else. And uh, tell you what, we're, 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 I know we're past time here. But those of you who have a backstage pass, get backstage because we're going to be going uh, to... Uh, we're, we're going to actually be going to a Bible study and also training on the B2T neighborhood. By the way, for those of you, that is um, a free platform, just like Facebook. It works just like Facebook, but it's all Christian patriots and all, almost 3,000 of us back there now. So I think you really enjoy it. Go to the B2T neighborhood. You can download it on your phone as well. Um, but Anna, thank you so much. We really appreciate you. And uh, with that, guys, we're going to go backstage, and we'll see you back there in 45 seconds. God bless, and we'll talk to you Hi soon. Hi, guys. God bless you. I'm happy to be God back. Bye-bye. So long. Bye-bye. God bless.